Hello, 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 and welcome back to the Failing Forward podcast. Failing Forward is about the successes we find after enduring failure. Each episode is an opportunity to hear interviews and stories from professional athletes, entrepreneurs, executives, doctors, and loved ones who have fallen down, struggled, and transformed. We'll be sharing how we got to where we are today and the lessons that we learned along the way. We're going to be covering topics in entrepreneurship, careers, relationships, holistic wellness, mindfulness, gut health, and finding your competitive edge. With raw human moments and empowering information, this podcast is here to inspire you, remind you of your greatness, and give you the knowledge to up-level in every area of your life. My name is Niki Loge. I am your host, and I am so excited to welcome our special guest today. We actually met on this app called Clubhouse, and we connected very quickly on Instagram. We got on a call and we realized that we had so much synchronicity, like our stories are so parallel, but her story is so powerful. And I'm just really excited to welcome to the podcast today, Samantha Ruberto. Hello, Samantha. Hello, my dear. It's such a pleasure to be here. And you know what? The synchronicity is real. I feel like we were just, we were meant for this moment. So I'm super excited to see where the conversation goes. Thank you for having me. Thank you for being with us. Samantha is an intuitive mindset coach, the host of the Hello Be Beautiful with a capital Y-O-U, Be Beautiful podcast, who helps women break away from the mold and step into their full power by teaching them to listen to their intuition and tapping into their authentic confidence. She's traveled the globe to over 60 countries. We're going to be talking about that today and has participated in the world's yeah. top personal development events and hosts life-changing retreats in Morocco. She believes life is most colorful when you listen to the whispers of your heart and go after your big capital B I G vision dream, Samantha. Hello, hello, hello. I'm going to pass it to you. You told me an incredible story about success from failure and how you, you were leading this beautiful life and you had all the great things in real estate and this and that, and you made a decision to leave it all, to pack a bag and to hit the road for five years. I'm going to turn the mic to you to tell your story. Definitely. Yeah. So yeah, I'm just, what, I, what I'm grateful for, I look back at that woman six years ago who had the courage to take a step back from her life look at things and actually walk away. And I'm just, I'm so grateful for that girl. So like you had just mentioned, um, you know, when I was young, 22 years old, I ended up getting into real estate and I was very fortunate because I found something that I genuinely loved to do. And I was quite successful at it from a very young age. So I jumped into, you know, what society wanted me to do. I got uh, my real estate broker license. I started working. I was in a long-term relationship, you know, had lots of friends, was close to my family. Like I was literally at a point where I was checking all of society's boxes. And from the outside, it had looked like, you know, I really should have been happy. But to be honest, it was those nights when I was just about to go to bed. And once my busy day was done, I'd be tossing and turning and my mind wouldn't stop wrestling. And just this anxiety would creep up over me and I didn't know what it was, but it just, it was there for, for weeks and then months. And honestly, it went on for probably about a year and a half of just this restlessness within. And I really, it like, in all honesty, didn't understand where it was coming from. And so one day when I was driving between appointments, uh, real estate, real estate appointments, this little voice hit me and it said, life isn't fun. And life's meant to be fun. You're 27 years old. Is this how you want to live the rest of your life? 
And you know, when you're driving, you're sort of in this meditative state, you're on the automatic, you're not really paying attention. So I was really in that subconscious flow and out of the blue, it was like, I was punched with this voice of truth. And it was one of those moments that it was so true that you knew you couldn't ignore it. Like for the year and a half prior, it was almost like that voice was whispering and it was trying to get through, but I I didn't really understand it, couldn't really communicate it. And once it hit me, it was like, that was it. So I remember going back home and, and sitting there looking at this beautiful quote unquote life I had built looking at like the white picket fence and just realizing it's almost like you, you know, when you put a costume on and it's like, it's the wrong costume, you're not wearing the right life. And once I realized that I was just like, oh my God, (laughs) because really I had no idea what was beyond that. I had no idea what was next, but I knew that, you know, the one thing I knew is that I couldn't ignore that, that knowing. And so I ended up creating a little bit of space, going through a breakup and uh, just realizing that I was from a very small town in Canada, Thunder Bay, which shout out to Thunder Bay. I absolutely love being a small town Canadian girl, but I realized that I only knew what I knew. And there was also so much more beyond that bubble that I was so comfortable in. And I remember I just had this moment where I'm like, you know what? I really just have to see what else is out there. It's time to go experience it. So I'm going to book a one-way ticket without a plan and see what life has in store. So I ended up doing that. (laughs) I booked a one-way ticket to Thailand and I was so terrified on that first flight when I left Vancouver, when the wheels went off the tarmac, I remember looking out the window and being so scared of the unknown that I physically just started bawling. Like I didn't have a hotel booked. I didn't have anything planned. I was like, literally, I am surrendering to the universe. I am open to whatever my path is supposed to be. Like, let's see what it is. And the stewardess came by me and she's like, honey, are you okay? Like, is everything fine? I'm like, I'm fine. It's okay. And I remember when I had landed in Thailand, like it was literally like so, so, so far out of my comfort zone. I just thought, why did I do this? You know, like, why did I ever think this was a good idea? What have I done? Like, I just want to go back. There was so much discomfort that had come up with that moment. And, uh, it was about an hour later where where I ended up bumping into a group of travelers. They invited me to the beach. We watched our first sunset and it was like, literally the flip was the switch was flipped and the rest was history. That's what just got me into the traveler's mode. And that trip led to the next and the next and the next. And as you mentioned, um, I ended up traveling to over 60 countries <laughs> all over the world over a span of five years. And what that experience really taught me was trusting in life and surrendering and living in this space called flow. So I often get asked like, you know, how are you doing it? Like, how do you travel so much? How are you, you know, how are you maintaining this? Because what I ended up doing was I would travel. That first trip was about three months. And then I went back home and I got back into real estate. The beauty of real estate, which I loved was the freedom that it allowed. If you allow it, like real estate is one of those careers that will either like, it will run you or you can run it. But I really started mastering my time and my energy. And so I went back home for a couple of months, worked my butt off so that I could go travel again for five months. And so for five years, that's really what I did. I played in a space of surrendering and trusting 
my heart and what my next step would be. And if I was in meditation, like in your, you know, yoga and Pilates teacher, if I was in meditation and I had a visualization that I was meant to go to Peru and be at Machu Picchu, literally like three days later, I was on that flight. I would rearrange my schedule. I would figure it out and I would honor that whisper. So, you know, I started just trusting my intuition and and I feel like with intuition, the more you flex that muscle, the more that you pay attention to the little signs from the universe, the more you notice the synchronicities, the more open you are to magic, the more you see it. And honestly, like I know this to be true. We are supported. Like the more you trust, the more you tap into the infinite support that's there for you. And like I had said at the beginning of this podcast, I'm just I look back at that woman, that girl, that 27-year-old six years ago, and the courage that she had to take that leap of faith into the unknown with no plan and let go of everything she thought was supposed to give her happiness and let it go just to create space for who knows what. Because since then, my life has been so colorful. It has been so beautiful. And when you get on this side of the playing field, field and you start realizing that life is creation, life is magic, life is meant to be sort of like lived in this space of possibility. All of a sudden you look back and you're like, wow, like I just want, I want more people to feel this. Like, I, you know, I really, I remember I would go back home and I would look around and, and I really questioned like, you know, the, the nine to five and just like society and the social constructs. And I'm like, wow, like none of this really exists. Like we, I grew up, you know, in the nine to five, like from a small little town, you know, you, you do what you do, you build that white picket fence. But when I would go back, I looked around, I'm like, huh, all of this is created because somewhere along the line, someone created it and they said, this is the way you should live, you know, but I would go to Colombia, Iceland, Australia, Cambodia, and there were all different ways of living. There were different cultures, different religions, different languages, different, you know, ways, even work, work-wise, I, you know, cross paths with a lot of digital nomads. And I'm like, there really is no right or wrong way to live. Why not be choosy? Like really, we all have choice. So why not choose what feels good on you as opposed to buying into the societal construct that we're just we're born in and I'm not ditching I'm not dis- dissing that construct you know like a lot of it works and a lot of it's great but you have choice so an example of this I used to come back home and all of a sudden like I said I'd be in meditation I'd be like oh my gosh I have to go to Peru and so I would tell some people like yeah I'm leaving in like three days and I'm like what you just got back so well you just got back like what, what do you mean you're leaving again you can't leave and I would just sit there and I'd look and say, well, why? <laughs> well, you can't, you just got back. And I'm like, well, why? You know, and there was never, I just kept asking why. And there was never really a good answer. And so I, I listened to myself. I would always book the ticket and go. And there was always, always, always magic on the other side of it. So that's like a little glimpse of different parts of my story. But uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's been amazing. An amazing, amazing, amazing journey. I love that. And I was writing a couple of things because you used, you talk about how you were living this, this life and going on your real estate appointments. And then you heard this whisper one day where you're like, this is not fun. I'm not having fun. And a lot of us are doing things that we may be really, really good at, or we're successful in, you know, you, you might be making the big bucks. Maybe you're not making the big bucks and you're just doing something that you feel it's the only thing that you can do. You can't find another job for whatever reason that might be. It might be a mindset thing. It might be a 
a faith thing or just a lack of confidence, whatever it is, but you know that you're not where you want to be in terms of doing something that you love, that brings you happiness, that brings you passion, that brings you hope. And some of us may not hear these whispers. So what can we do, Samantha, to tune in to ourselves in mindfulness and present moment and connecting to that voice, those whispers, number one, and then I'll send the follow-up question after that. Yeah. So it's really funny, you know, since then I've obviously, I've got into coaching and there's different tools that you have just to gain clarity. And one of my favorite tools is this thing called the wheel of life that looks at all of the different areas of your life. So, you know, oftentimes we think we can compartmentalize things. We think our relationship can be here. Our jobs are here. Our finances are here. And we like to think everything's separate. But really, when it comes to energy, everything's connected and everything's intertwined. And so I was really at a point, like once I went through and did this exercise years later, I had the awareness that all seven areas of my life were full, but the one area of purpose, of passion was literally a one out of 10. And that one area was sucking my energy dry. So when you think of like, what can we do to really connect to your intuition? Really, it comes down to having space and awareness. So giving yourself that space and awareness to connect to yourself. And and this is where tools like journaling really come in. This is where meditation kind of comes in, where you can give yourself um, that, those moments during the day to quiet down, to empty out the mind, to create space for flow to come in. And the more that you do this, the more that you practice daily meditation, the clearer the messages will be. I love that. And I, you were talking about the seven key areas and actually a great friend of mine, Randy Graves, Randy, if you're listening, I love you, baby girl. She's a health coach as well. And she talked about the wheel of life. I went to one of her um, club Pilates retreats a couple of years back. And she did this beautiful meditation for us, where she had, we, I think there was 14 women in the room. We did a little Pilates session with her and then she set us into meditation and she led us through a guided meditation. And afterwards she gave us this beautiful handout. And one of the mm-hmm. pages was the wheel of life in the middle. It said life. And then there was these spokes coming out from there. And it was the, the, the key areas. And I think you're speaking about that, the seven areas. So what are the seven areas? Number one. And then for the listeners right now, if they were to push pause and go and do this exercise right now, let's guide them through that. Can we do, can we make that happen? Can we add some value for the audience? Definitely. Let's do it. I actually have, um, right here, <laughs> I can take you through it. So, so essentially Woo-hoo! what I love about you guys, you're getting so love- much value right now. You have a mindset coach an intuitive coach that people pay hundreds of dollars to get time with her, to do these exercises, to find these breakthroughs. And she's willing to take us through that exercise right here, right now. So grab a pen, grab a paper, buckle up your seatbelts. We're about to go for a ride, my friends. Beautiful. So what I love about this exercise is that it's going to like oftentimes in life, when you're in it, you're in it and you don't necessarily see what's going on, but this exercise can give you a bird's eye view and a visual to be able to help you make things really, really clear. So what you want to do is you want to write, there's actually eight categories. So there's health, lover, family and friends, your mission, your purpose, your career, your finances, your hobbies, and your spirit, and your environment. That was the eighth one. So eventually, so what you want to do is you write down all of those categories, and you want to rate them from one to 10. So for health, I feel that my overall physical and emotional health, my well-being, you know, is, is primed and optimized to make me feel my best, you know, one to 10. 
lover. I feel a deep, trusting, appreciative connection with my partner. And if you're single, it's like, how much space are you creating to, you know, create space in your life for that? Sometimes we stay busy. We stay, you know, busy with and preoccupied with other things. We're not actually given at that time. One to 10. Family and friends. My family and friends and relationships bring connections with each other. And they bring positive energy into my life. One to 10. Mission. I feel clear energized and fulfilled by my work and my life's purpose. One to 10. And finances. I have the level of abundance that I imagined at this point in my life. And I am investing at the rate that I thought. One to 10. Hobbies. I have a passionate pastime that allows me to enjoy and express myself and really, you know, outside of my career and outside of my daily work. Cause sometimes, you know, your hobby becomes your work and you know, it's important to have something besides what we do for work. And then spirit, I feel connected to the present moment and vitally alive in my spirit. And then the last one is your environment. You know, I love the environment when it, that I live, I feel uplifted. I feel good. And I just, it's just a reflection of me. I have a nice tidy home and it just, it feels good to be here. And so what you want to do is you want to rate each of those eight categories between one and 10. And then the next part, once you've done that, you want to draw a circle and you want to put like a, a cross, you want to make it like a pie. So that there's eight pies in the circle. So it's like a cross and then another cross. And you're going to label each of the pies with each of those categories. And you're going to color in the ratio that your number was. So say, for example, your health was a seven, your lover was a two, your family friends was a, a nine, your mission was a one. You're going to fill it into the percentage, the degree that it's filled and what that's going to give you is a very crystal clear visual of your balance in your life and what's really going on. And so like I had shared, you know, when I had looked at my white picket fence life, seven of the categories were probably eight or higher, which is, you know, really, really good, really, really full. But my passion and my purpose, even though I loved real estate, even though that brought me a lot of joy, there was just something missing inside of it. And that was a one. And that one category, that one area caused me to leak so much energy and so much joy from the other ones. And so when you look at this wheel, you almost want to imagine like, you, this is you driving. This is the wheel that you are driving through life on. And so like, if you're looking and it's really off balance or you're looking and it's like, you know, like that's going to be good. It's going to be a bumpy ride. And so what I love, the next question I always ask is for each category, number one, what is it that's contributing to it being a two or a seven or a five? And then question number two, what could you do to take it from, you know, make it 10% better? Take that two to a three, take that seven and make it an eight, take that five and make it a six. We don't have to make them all 10. 
you know, you don't have to be like, you know, crazy and, and, and go like extreme on it, but what could you incorporate in your life to make it just 10% better? And maybe that looks like adding something to, you know, adding something into your life, or maybe it looks like letting something go. You know, and this really ties into the intuition. And I'm, you know, an intuitive mindset coach. My superpower is helping people connect to their their own intuitions, help them hear this little voice. So trust it. Like this is an opportunity with this information and with this space to be able to see like what's intuitively coming up for you that you could do. And, you know, I invite you to open up space. Like whenever people do this exercise, you know, sometimes they think of one thing and they're just like, oh, I could do this. And then they want to move to the next session or the next section. But I invite you guys to really go deep on it. Really take the time and space to journal on it, because I really do believe what you put, get put in is what you're going to get back. So if you take the time to really look at this wheel and maybe take an hour and a half, light a candle, put some good music on and take this as like self-care and go deep in each of these sections, you will be surprised at what comes up. And for all of my clients I work with, like everyone that comes to me and nobody needs to be fixed. Like when people come, they're like, Sam, I have this wrong. I have that wrong. I have this wrong. I have that wrong. I let it all out. I'm like, yeah, mm -hmm." I listen to it all. I'm like, let it all out, let it all out. And then I look at them and I say, nobody needs to be fixed. But often what we need is a container where you have a reflection of the light and the abundance that you are so that you can see it too. And personally, as my, like as a coach, when I'm working with my clients, they know it is a safe, non-judgmental space where they could literally say anything, <laughs> anything at all. And I'm always going to see them for their highest vibing, most abundant self. So, um, sit with it. If even if the answers don't come easy, just sit with it because they are inside of you. You just have to give yourself that gift. And really doing an exercise like this is a gift. Doing an exercise like this will change your life. And this is something I personally do quarterly because life changes. <laughs> Impermanence, it's changing like literally every single moment things can change and full permission to change with it. Amen. I am so glad that we just did that exercise because as you're explaining it, I did it too. And you're right. It changes. And I did this exercise two, two and a half years ago before the pandemic, before I had a baby, it was right after I got married. So my life was like on cloud nine. I was so excited. Wedding of my dreams. I had just found out I was pregnant. Like it was just, it was, it was amazing. And now that I just did it right now, as you were guiding us through it, I look at my will. I'm like, Oh my God, how did this happen? Where did, mm -hmm. where did things shift so much? And if you look at my wheel, like it is so not balanced. That is such a bumpy mm -hmm. road. Like I have scaled forward so much in business and passion and purpose and finance and success, quote unquote, in my career, but I have fallen back. Like I gave myself a one out of 10 with my hobbies. I have not made any time for me to do things that I'm excited about, whether it's learning how to play golf or knitting or going on bike rides or playing the piano. Like I saw playing the piano when my son was three months old, he's going to be two. He's going to be two in August. Like, why did I stop playing something that brought me so much happiness and peace and calm? And it was so mentally therapeutic for me, emotionally balancing for me. So creative, like it stimulated that right side of my brain. I've just gotten totally left side. So I'm living in the masculine, I'm living in this power driven 
energy and I, I've disconnected from the feminine and it makes so much sense while my hardest days, I am so stressed out. I am anxious. I am not connected in the present moment. And it's looking at this exercise, the wheel of life and realizing, whoa, Niku, where did you let yourself get so unbalanced? And we talk about creating balance in our lives. This is one way that you're showing me how I needed, I need to fail forward right now. I got to take a look and just get my priorities realigned. I got to rebalance. I got to reintegrate. So thank you so much, Sam, for putting us through this exercise because it was, it was eye-opening for me. And to follow up my second question. So some of us have a hard time hearing the whispers and we don't hear the sound Mm -hmm. of, I'm not like, I guess I would be one of them because I didn't realize how unbalanced I was until right now. So obviously I haven't mm-hmm. been doing enough work on hearing my own whispers because something was probably telling me inside my heart, Niku, you're unbalanced. You're not taking care of yourself. You're not doing things for yourself. Yes. I get my nails done. Yes. I get my hair done. Yes. I take baths, but when it comes to things that are going to stimulate the right and left side of the brain, I haven't mm-hmm. been doing that. The second question that I have is for those of us who, who hear the whispers, who hear the message that this is not in line with my purpose, my passion. This is not the type of life that I want to live. This is not the design of the life that I want to continue into, but we have a fear of stepping away from what's comfortable, what we know mm-hmm. and stepping into where we want to be. What advice mm-hmm. do you have for that person that hears the whispers, that hears the messaging, but, but there's fear holding them back. There's yeah. living in the comfort zones, holding them back. What, what do we say to the listener there? Oh, wow. Um, you know, I always, okay. So what I think is a really powerful exercise you can do is, you know, write out all of the ways that you want to feel, look at your life and take inventory of where you're at, what's going on and what you want to feel, but then also write out the qualities and things in your life that aren't working. So like brain dump, like give yourself this journaling session to just dump it all down again, writing things down. It's an amazing tool. I swear by it. But what you can do is you write down all of the things you want to feel and great. Those are amazing. We want those there, but then you take the things that aren't working in your life. You know, what is it about your job that you don't like? What is it at the things that are bothering you? And then you flip them to the positive, like see if you can kind of take that negative and make it a positive and then add it to the list that you want. And so from that inventory of where you are right now, it's a very grounded, practical tool. You're going to get a list of where, you know, you really want to be and what you really want. So essentially with that, you can kind of connect to the space of what it is you're looking for. Like maybe you're in the nine to five and you really like really freedom is, is important to you. Freedom is one of your main values. Like maybe that's something that's not working, but you just don't know how to do it. Still write that down. You don't have to have the how you just need to know the why, and you need to connect to the feeling behind it. Um, oftentimes it's like the bigger picture Like, you know, it's like, oh, I want to, I want to do all of these things and I want this. But when you look at everything from that bigger perspective, we freeze. And it's because the amygdala, the part of the brain that goes into fight, flight, or freeze, it stops you. And it's just like, it's way too much to take on. And we're like, ah, no, no, no. I'm just going to stay here. It's way too uncomfortable. But when you can connect to the essence of what it is you want, you know, in your heart, you feel it at your core. You don't have to like take this massive leap of action. But what you want to do is just take your next step. And so a vision exercise which I do with my clients, like envisioning your future, your highest vibing future self. Like, what does that look like? What does that feel like? What is, what are they doing? Where are they? Like giving yourself yourself that space to just 
connect. And if anything were possible, I think this is really important too. If anything were possible, if you were able to live your most expressed, vibrant life where anything, like this is like a genie, you know, granting your wishes, like what do you want? Unleashed, uninhibited, what would you go for? And then from that space, kind of allow yourself just to like, see what comes out in the beginning. It might be uncomfortable. I'll be like, oh, because we're not used to actually dreaming like this. Somewhere along the lines, when we were little kids, it's like, I want to be an astronaut. I want to work with dolphins. I want to do, you know, all of these like passions, but then society tells you, oh, well, you can't, oh, well, you shouldn't, or, oh, well, you, you know, and you end up living in this box of you shoulds and, and you don't know what happens. And all of a sudden you look around and you're like, you know, I, I don't really know how I got here. So the beautiful thing about life is that every single moment is a gift for possibility. And, and literally you could be 80 years old and like decide to go to university or 80 years old and travel the world. Like it's never ending. You're not too old. You're not too young. You're not, not smart enough. Like there's so many things that like tend to hold this back. And this is like a whole other can of worms, limiting beliefs, which I love and I love to dive into, but um, having that space to vision and then connecting to that feeling and then from there, it's like, what's the next most intelligent step I can, I can take. And honestly, like I'm a huge, I mean, I'm a coach, but I'm a huge fan of coaching. And this is why, because oftentimes people just don't know they're, they're inside that box and they just, they feel like they shouldn't be in it, but they don't have the perspective of what's beyond that. And so I look at my personal journey and the fact that I did that on my own I'm just like the, the courage it was to actually walk that path. And this is why I, you know, admire coaching so much is because people actually, you know, we create the space for people to think bigger, to think of different possibilities. Then we have the tools and the exercises to help pull those answers outside out of you. So that's my answer. <laughs> Samantha, I'm so in love with you. And I know a lot of our listeners are listening right now through iTunes, podcasts, Spotify, whatever it is. Hopefully you guys have the opportunity to go onto YouTube and watch the visual of this conversation, because as Samantha speaking, you can see when she speaks, it's coming from the heart. Like there's a moment in her face where she literally, she's, she's downloading the universe is downloading the message to her. She's not just speaking from her mind and her brain. It's coming from a heart place. It's coming from universal messaging. And you can see it. If you watch the visual, her heart opens up. And if you can see auras, you see her light just brighten up. She is such an incredible soul, Samantha. I'm just so grateful for you. And I just wanted to go ahead and let the audience know, if you didn't know already, we have all of our interviews on YouTube as well. So if you're someone that's more visual and you want to actually watch the interview, this is a guest that I think you should definitely go back and watch because her heart opens up every every time she talks. And it's not coming from just the mind and the human brain. It's coming from the, the heart and the soul and the spirit. So I just wanted to go ahead and commend you on that because you're connected. I can see your connection when you talk. You are a bright, shining light. And I'm just, I'm so incredibly grateful for you. You spoke about something when you were saying, do this exercise of write a list of everything that's going on and then shift the negative to the positive. And this is something that I used to talk about when I was running my sales and marketing company, because as a salesperson, as a marketing person, we hear the word no all day, every day. 98% of the interactions that we run into is going to lead to a no or a form of rejection. And if you let your mind focus on the rejection, if you let your mind focus on the failure, if you let your mind focus on the no, you're going to fall into a very deep negative place. You're going to lose your attitude, which is going to not help you close the deal, make the sale, make the paycheck if you're working 100% on commission. And this is this is the same in the game of life. If you focus on the negative, 
negative, if you focus on the failure, if you focus on what didn't go the right way, if you focus on the pandemic, if you focus on the lack of, right, this is not normal, then you're going to fall into a deep, dark place and you're not going to enjoy the game of life. So I think this is so powerful. And I really wanted to talk about it from a scientific standpoint. When we look at the brain and you talked about the amygdala, and I love that. But in the brain, there are these synaptic gaps where neurotransmitters fire from one point, they have to get across this valley and then land on the other point. And there's multiple ways of getting from, let's just say, if you're driving and you're going from LA to San Diego, point A to point B, there's multiple ways that you can get down from LA to San Diego. You can take the 110 South, the 405 South, you can go the 605 to the 710, try to make your way down the five or go down, whatever it is. There's multiple ways that you can get from point A to point B. I say that to let you know that the same way in your brain, you can get from one point of the brain to the other point of the brain, positively or negatively, you choose Mm -hmm. the path that you want to take. And every thought that you have is going to create a different little journey that your mind is going on to get you to where you are today. So it starts with a thought. Okay. My thought is, um, today I'm not happy because I'm not able to spend more time with my family, whatever. That's going to create a messaging to your brain to say that I am not living a perfect life. That's going to create a messaging to my brain of my life is not what I wanted. And now I'm living in despair or I'm unhappy. Right. And then you're going to get to this point where you're sitting and you're feeling in your body and your emotions, Mm -hmm. sadness, you're feeling Mm -hmm. depression, you're feeling anxiety, you're feeling lack of, and then your actions all day, you're, you're walking a little bit slower. Your shoulders are a little bit hunched over. So it's showing up in your physical body. It all started in your mind. And I was talking to a neuroscientist a few weeks ago. And he told me that we have the ability every single day to rewire our brain simply by changing our thoughts. Because that same messaging Mm -hmm. that you're putting into your brain, that journey that you're taking it on, you could choose to detour and go a different route, a different way of getting Mm -hmm. from LA to San Diego, choose a different freeway, choose a different road, choose to go right instead of left. And you can still get to your final destination, but that final destination is only going to change if you change the journey along the way. So same exact scenario. You wake up and you're like, oh, this is not the life of my dreams. This is not what I want to be doing. I'm not spending enough time with my children. Okay, great. Make a decision right there to switch that mindset. All right. I have the ability to control today to carve out time for my children. Okay, great. Maybe it's not going to be the amount of time that you wanted, but maybe you you dedicate this 30 minutes right here before bedtime, before bath time, before dinner time to putting away your laptop, putting away the work, turning off your phone and fully committing that time to your children. By doing that, you're going to start to shift your mood because when you're spending that time with your children, you're going to be enveloped in love, enveloped in joy, enveloped in that connection with them. You're going to raise your own endorphins, right? So your energy is going to change. Your emotions are going to change. You're going to start to feel happy. And then your thoughts are going to start to change too. You're going to say, I love my life. I love my children. I am so blessed for this time. I am so grateful for this time. I am so thankful for this time. And then you get to the end of the day, the same day that we just talked about a moment ago, but you're thinking, Lord, I may not be where I want to be yet, but I choose to live my life by design. And I am so grateful for the time that I got to spend with my children today. Although it was only 30 minutes and I know I wanted three hours, I'm going to start making decisions today, starting with my thoughts, starting with my mind, starting with my scheduling to make more time for my children as I design the life that I want to live. And that's when you step into your courage. That's when you step into your power. And that's when we live through hope 
and faith. So I just wanted to go ahead and throw that in there because what you said was so powerful. And I want to make sure the audience doesn't look over it. You have the option every single day to shift your negative thoughts to positive thoughts, your negative mentality to a positive mentality. You control that. You are in control of that. Shift your neural pathways, choose a different journey. You'll still get to San Diego, but get there on a more beautiful scenic journey. You know, it's a really powerful question and actually it ties into the wheel of life. So that first question I had asked, you know, after you do your wheel, you know, what is it that, that made it a two or what made it a three? This is going to give you a glimpse of your mindset, whether or not you have an empowered or a victim mindset. When I do this exercise with clients, some people look at it and they're like, you know, I, uh, I have a two because I did this, this, and this. And they look how the cup is half full. They look how the pie shape is full to a two or a three. Whereas others sometimes look at that, that exercise and they think, well, it's only a two because I didn't do this. I didn't do that. I didn't do that. So if you did that exercise that I just shared and you find that first question, your mind automatically went to like feeling guilty or bad about whatever it was. Like, even if it was a one, you know, for you, your hobbies was a one. It's like, you know, well, what, what, what made it a one, you know? And if you looked and you're like, well, I'm not really doing this. I'm not really doing that. That's going to give you the awareness of like, oh my gosh, like, am I like, is that me? And uh, one thing I want to highlight that you said there, because it's so powerful is gratitude. You know, gratitude really is the ultimate form of receivership. If you want to change your life, if you're like, if you're at a point where you're like, I'm, I'm ready to do this, I'm ready to change, simple, gratitude, develop a, a very simple gratitude practice, five gratitudes in the morning, five gratitudes in the evening, have gratitude anchor your day, be the bookends of your day and go from there. Because what happens when we tap into the, the frequency of being grateful, we elevate our vibrations, we elevate our frequency. And when you, like there's so much science behind this and I can talk about it basically forever. <laughs> but when you elevate your frequency, that's actually when you're closing the gap between time and space and you're, you're manifesting, you're raising your manifestation powers through that practice. So it's like, you want to be able to look at your life and see like, what are the things are not that are not working? How can I release those things with love? And then how can I call in things that are in more alignment? I love that. And let's talk about frequency, energy, and vibration. You're an intuitive mindset. Oh, yeah. coach, so I know you're going to, you're going to be vibing with me on this one, sister. And you're the first conversation I have this, this conversation with, because everyone else, it's been all about they're thinking more about the medical side. They're thinking more about the scientific side, but you are more of a spiritual warrior really is how I look at it. I look at it as someone that's connected to divine power. That's to, that's connected to source energy. That's connected to her intuition, connected to all of the powers of being able to manifest and visualize your life by design. So I know that this is going to be powerful. So let's get into it. Vibration, frequency, and energy. Energy can be positive or negative. And the beautiful thing about energy is it's something that you cannot destroy. You cannot get rid of. Energy will forever be there. You just have to learn to amplify it and attract versus repel. So positive energy attracts things to you that you want more of in your life. Negative energy repels things from you that you may want. So mm -hmm. if you know you're living in a negative place, with negative energy, you have to make the conscious choice today to shift that energy to positive. So Samantha, I'm going to pass it to you. What are some things that we can do to shift negative energy to positive energy? 
So what I would probably say is, uh, and I had mentioned this before with gratitudes, you do, your morning routine, your morning ritual is so, so, so powerful. Your first 40 minutes of the day are the most important of your entire day. Because when you first wake up in the morning, your brain waves are going between theta and alpha. You are hovering between the conscious and the subconscious mind. And the subconscious mind is running 95% of your show. So like those negative thoughts that keep coming up, like those patterns of not feeling good enough or not feeling worthy or not feeling deserving, or, you know, like whatever it is that your story that's playing over and over again, chances are this is a pattern that you've picked up and you've developed from a very young age, maybe because you, you know, you went to pour cereal milk and you spilt the milk and you got in trouble for it. Like it was innocent. It wasn't anything, you know, a big deal, but your parent got mad at you for something. And subconsciously you thought like, I'm not good enough. I don't know how to do this. And, and this pattern froze and has played out over and over and over and over again. So if you want real transformation, it's so important to be able to access the subconscious mind on that layer. Um, the first 40 minutes of your day, that's really when you're going to have the ability to sort of penetrate into that, that brain wave and, and make that change. So in the morning, meditation, journaling, gratitude practice, think positive thoughts, think I'm going to have an amazing day, listen to a podcast or listen to something that's going to uplift you, you know, or are you in bed, hitting the snooze, rolling over, grabbing your phone and scrolling on social media and comparing yourself to everything and everyone else out there. It's like how you start your day is really how the rest of the day is going to go. So if you want to make that change, it's that first 40 minutes. Like I don't care about the rest of the day. What I honestly care about what you do right when you wake up. And that's when I want you to inject things that are going to help you inject things that are going to make a difference because what you do there is going to access that subconscious place. And that's honestly where you're going to start seeing massive shifts, you know, in your exterior life, because at the end of the day, you want change in the outside. It's an internal job. Amen. Yes. And talking about the subconscious mind, these are the things, the self-limiting beliefs or your, your belief system, your values. These are things that you're not consciously thinking about. They're they're subconsciously there. Think of it as a foundation of your house. When you're looking at your house, you see the walls, you see the windows, you see the roof, you see the paint, but what you don't see is the foundation, but it's the foundation that's holding everything else up. Your subconscious mind, your values, your belief system, your thoughts, the things that you're not choosing to think about, but they're already thoughts that you believe. Those are the things that are really controlling your life. So taking this time in the morning, when you're in that brain state to be able to reprogram your subconscious mind through a gratitude practice, through a meditation practice. And meditation doesn't have to look like sitting on a pillow for 20 minutes a day. It could just be the conscious act of, I am not going to pick up my phone first thing. I am not going to push snooze. I am not going to grab my laptop and check my emails. I am going to give myself 90 seconds or two minutes and go outside if the weather permits and actually ground my feet into the dirt, ground my feet mm. into the grass. And maybe you're wearing sandals, but you're listening to the chirping of the birds. You're allowing yourself to be out in nature with the sun so that you're setting your natural circadian rhythm, which will help your sleep cycle. But most importantly, you're allowing yourself one to two minutes to connect to the present moment. That's what meditation is. It's teaching yourself to connect to the present moment, not the external world, not social media, not work, not email, not your family, but to your present moment, to you. So many moms, the first moment that you take to actually spend time just by yourself in the present moment is when you go take a dump on the toilet. And that's not okay. You deserve more than that. 
I encourage you. I challenge you to make space for yourself right when you wake up, when your eyes open, maybe you stay in bed and that's, this is your form of meditation. I'm going to stay in bed. I'm going to close my eyes. I'm going to allow myself to be enveloped by the comfort of my own bed, by the comfort of my sheets. I'm going to enjoy this beautiful pillow that's caressing my hair. I'm going to sit here and just for a moment, I'm going to say, I am blessed. I am thankful. I am grateful. Thank you for waking me up this morning. Thank you for this opportunity to be in this beautiful home. Thank you for the comfort of this beautiful bed. Give thanks. And I'm going to go ahead and drop a free gift for everyone that's listening. Check out the show notes. I'm going to drop my gratitude worksheet for you. This will help give you some prompts if you're looking to start a gratitude practice. um, And that'll just help you start off that morning routine so that we can get you starting your day in a positive way. That way you can shift that subconscious mind, shift your energy, and we're going to move from energy to frequency. So Samantha, what are some things that we can do? You were saying that there was multiple ways that you help your clients manifest more, right? What are the top five tips to help our audience be able to manifest more in their lives, to raise their frequency, to raise their vibration? Okay. So I actually have, and it's just right here. It's a little bit like it's, it's kind of advanced. And this is why I want you guys to be able to watch the replay. So if you're listening to this, definitely come and watch the, uh, the YouTube video. Cause I want to explain this because the concept is so important. I actually just shared this in my, uh, my group coaching program, the glow up and shine program and the girls' minds were blown. So we'll see if I can, if I can no translate go, it go ahead and grab it. And while you grab it, I'm going to go ahead and fill the gap. So for those of you that didn't catch the introduction, we're speaking with Samantha Roberto. She is an intuitive mindset coach, the host of the be beautiful podcast guys, go check her out. Give her a like, give her a follow, subscribe to her podcast. It's amazing. She helps women break away from the mold and step into their full power. As you can tell, already from the episode that she's incredible at doing that. And she actually leads and hosts life-changing retreats in Morocco, which I want to make sure we save some time to speak about the retreats. And those of us that are falling in love with you, like I am, how can we join you on these retreats? How can we stay in touch with you so that we can do more coaching with you? Because you have a heart of hearts. You're surrounded by golden light and white light, and it's just all the positive things. So I wanted to give you some time to to share how we can stay connected with you and then take us right into this exercise on how to manifest more in our lives. Thank you, my dear. Do you want me to jump into the manifestation or the let's go manifestation? And then we're going to make all the, the little plugs and plays on Perfect. how to connect to you. Perfect. Okay. So I'm going to show you guys this chart and this was actually like, it was, this was not planned, but here we go. Okay. So this right here, you guys, you're going to see it's time space if you're looking at it. And so what I have is I have a graph, there's space on the one axle, and then there's time on the other. And so we hear lots about 3D, 4D, and 5D. And so when you hear that about energy and what is the difference between fifth dimension, like you hear a lot like the fifth dimension being thrown out there. Essentially what this is, is this wavelength here, they're all the same length, but you can see that they're taking up less space. So if you look at third dimension, that one length is going, it's a slower wavelength. It's taking more time. So if you want to achieve something, it's going to take you more time to be able to get there because it's not vibrating at a higher frequency. But when you go to fourth dimension, all of a sudden it's vibrating a little bit of a higher frequency. So the time that it takes to achieve what you want to do, it's a shorter amount of time. And then when you go to fifth dimension, you can see it's vibrating. It's like a even higher wave. So the time space, you're closing the gap. And that said, 
3D is lower vibration. So that's really like more negative thoughts, being cynical, seeing yourself separate. Like just, you know, think about your, your vibrations that you're putting off. Like, are you coming off as energized? Are you smiling? Are you, you know, or are you kind of like, yeah, hmm. like, you know, low vibes. Like that's really the difference versus like when you elevate your vibrations, when you show up, when you're smiling, when you're, when you're open to life in the world, all of a sudden life in the world will be open back to you. And so Essentially, this is manifestation, a little bit scientific behind it. But when you raise your vibrations, when you raise your frequency, you actually close the gap of time space. And it is so powerful because what you realize is that every, everything you want exists in the now. And this is almost like Eckhart Tolle, love the power of now. But when you are present, when you can bring your, 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 your awareness to the gift of this moment and live from the space of the now, this is where all of your power exists. So maybe that looks like waking up and giving yourself that five minutes to go outside and ground your feet in the grass and just close your eyes, put your hands on your heart, breathe in, listen to the birds chirping and just really appreciate that moment. It sounds so simple, And honestly, it really is. But like what you are doing is you're raising your frequency, you're closing the gap and you are, you're, you know, you're, (laughs) you're going to find like little things like this make massive differences. Cause all of a sudden it's like, you know, that thing that you were worried about just worked itself out or, you know, all of a sudden you get this really cool opportunity land in your inbox and you're like, wow, like I didn't even know that was there. Like you begin to play in a different playing field. Like you're literally in the fifth dimension. You're on a different level and life is just happening. Like the amount of people that look at me and like, they're just like, you're so lucky. You're so lucky. You're so lucky. And I just look at them and I'm like, it's not luck. <laughs> like I, you know, and, and this is why I'm so passionate about doing what I'm doing. This is why I'm so passionate about sharing everything that I've learned. And I know because it is all of our birthright, no matter what you've been through, no matter what you've quote unquote failed at, no matter where you are right now, it is your birthright to live a beautiful life. And I'm not saying beautiful in terms, in terms of just like, you know, rainbows, you know, lollipops and sun, sunshines, like beauty lies in every moment. When you can realize the beauty in, you know, grief, the beauty in struggle, the beauty in confusion, the beauty in happiness, the beauty in, in, in excitement, like that really is, when you look at the entire experience for the beauty that it is, like that's when it's just like, you, you truly and deeply feel blessed. And, uh, and it's just, it, you know, it's, 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 it's life-changing. Samantha, I want to amplify one thing that you just said there. People look at your life and they're like, wow, you are just so lucky. You live this amazing life, 60 plus countries, leading retreats in Morocco. I mean, you're just a beautiful soul. You know, I can't have it because I'm not you. You're beautiful. You're a woman. You're this, you're that. And, And they discredit all the work that you did. Well, my friends, if you still have that pen and paper out, write this down right now. Luck is when preparation meets opportunity. I'm going to say that again. Luck is when preparation meets opportunity. Samantha made a decision to go and prepare herself to lead the life that she's living today. She was working. She was successful in real estate. She had the home with the white picket fence. Financially, she was doing incredibly, but she knew that there was a gap. She knew that there was something in that that wheel of life that was just off. It was her hobbies. It was her passion. It was her purpose. And she made a decision 
to walk away from success, to walk away from comfort, to walk away from living in her comfort zone, to pack up a bag and go live on the road for five years, traveling through all these countries to really land herself in the present moment and to work on her energy, to work on her vibration, to work on her frequency. And all, all this stuff that we're talking about is like too woo woo for you. And you're like, what is all this? Like, this is weird. We're not, we're not doing witchcraft. I promise. These are laws of the universe. This is energy by design. But if that doesn't make sense to you, here's something that will make sense to you. We made a decision to do the inner work. We made a decision to take control of our thoughts and our mind. We made a decision to reprogram our brain and those neural pathways. If you want to talk science, let's talk science. We changed the neural pathways in our brain, which then changed the signal that would be sent out into our body, which then changed our emotions and changed our physical. So we're not walking with our shoulders hunched over anymore. We're, we're walking with our shoulders down and back, our chest lifted up, our hearts open. And that's why people look at us and they're like, oh my God, they're so beautiful. They're so lucky. Their lives are so great. We're not lucky. Damn it. We made a decision to do the inner work. We connected to a higher vibration. We raised our frequency. We started to practice mindfulness. We started to pray. We started to meditate. We started to journal. We started to start our day in gratitude, not in social media, not in email inboxes. We chose to create a life by design so that we can come from a positive place. And it's by doing that work, preparing ourselves, that opportunity started to land in our laps. Yesterday, I got on a call with Samantha literally yesterday was the first time that we ever talked. And on this call, I'm talking, I was like, I just want to get to know about you. I heard you on clubhouse. I'm checking out your Instagram. You have all these followers. Your page is so beautiful. You're, you're really incredible. Like, let me get to know you. And in the conversation I'm sitting there and because I'm not distracted by my email, I'm not distracted by my family. I'm not distracted by all the other things I had to do on my to-do list. I'm able to sit there in the present moment and really listen to this woman speak. And I'm, I'm starting to feel this vibration within me, the whisper saying, work with her, work with her, work with her, interview her, bring her on. She has a message that's going to empower so many women. She's the missing link to season one of feeling forward. And it's because I had done the inner work to be present in that moment that I heard that voice and I shot my shot. We had just met and I was like, Hey, I know you don't know anything about me, um, but I kind of love you. And I would love to have you on my podcast. She's like, okay, when I'm like, uh, tomorrow. <laughs> And she yeah, said, yeah, true story, like literally true story. Less than 24 hours ago, we had our very first conversation on zoom. Thank God for zoom. And, and this is how we're having this podcast interview and delivering all this value to you guys. It's because we did the work to be prepared so that when the opportunity arose and we were able to connect in person via zoom, we were able to say, you know what? We got to collaborate. We got to get together. You have a message to share. I want to get you on my podcast. And now here we are, quote unquote, lucky because we're doing this amazing life that looks so cool from the outside looking in. But it's you're seeing the end product of a lot of work that we did internally, a lot of changes that we had to make in our mind, a lot of changes that we had to make in our habits. And if you guys can do anything today to fail forward in the game of life, make a decision to number one, stop telling yourself that you can't do it because you're not lucky or you're not this or you're not that. Get rid of that mindset. Go back and re-listen to this episode. Do the wheel of life. Realize where you need to rebalance. Shift everything up 10%. That's it. We're not saying take a two to a 10. Take a two to a three. Take a three to a four. Mm -hmm. Just where can you increase things in your life and your wheel of life by 10% and then do some of these exercises. Start a gratitude practice. Grab that gratitude worksheet that I'm going to drop in the show notes for you. Reach out to Samantha. Ask her a question. I'm, I'm sure she'll do a quick 10-minute call for you for free. So if finances mm -hmm. are an issue, I'm sure she'll hop on the phone with you for free. 
and give you 10 minutes of her time. I know she can't do that for everyone because we have hundreds of thousands of people that are listening, but she's a sweet soul. And if you shoot your shot, I bet, I bet your life's going to be better just by trying. So step into your power, make a decision today to make a shift. And by making a shift, you will be failing forward in the game of life and you'll be living a life by design. Samantha, where can we find you? How can we stay in touch with you? Tell us about your retreats in Morocco. How do we close out this episode, this amazing, incredible episode? Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. This is so beautiful. And I just want to highlight that I actually, I had a cancellation for this morning too. So like the way that this worked out too, like the fact that I had a cancellation uh, Sunday, they canceled. So that's the only reason why I had this spot. So we are supported like always like the, the universe, there is an energy behind that made all this happen. And I actually have a post-it note on my computer that says it only takes one idea and one decision to change your life. So remember that one idea, one decision. So where people can find me Instagram, you know, come find me on Instagram. It's where I'm most active uh, at Samantha Roberto. Um, as you can tell from this episode, I love what I do. It is my life's purpose. It is my passion. I have a gift for very quickly helping you, you know, helping my clients wake up and realize their fullest potential. And nothing brings me more joy than helping people turn their lights on. Um, so let's connect on Instagram. Everything that I have is there. I do one-to-one coaching and I have an amazing amazing five-week program, the Glow Up and Shine program that I'm actually just about to kick off the next round. So definitely come to Instagram, check out when the next round is going to be because this container targeted specifically to women, especially if you're in the beginning of your personal development journey, or you're finding you're at a point where you're just like, you just want that defibrillator. You want that kickstart to really just get you going this program is changing lives. So by all means, you guys are, are welcome to DM me. Would love to connect with you. Like I said, or like Nikki said, 10 minutes, you know, like send me a message. You never really know. Shoot your shot. It takes one decision to change your life. And the last thing I want to leave before, you know, we've, before we close this out, when you see other women doing things and you find you're like, oh, I wish I could be doing that. Or, oh, they're so lucky. If you've spot it, you've got it. You know, and I invite you to look at other women from that lens of empowerment and see if there's something that we're doing right now that maybe it even like triggers you. And maybe there's a part of it, like you just feel like there's just something that's, you know, like, like you feel makes you feel like, you know, like I could never do that or I'm not good enough or they could do it, but not me. If you spot it, you've got it. And let us be an example that it is totally possible for you too. You don't have to know the bigger picture. When I first booked that first initial trip to Thailand, I had no clue that I was going to travel to over 60 countries for five years. And that's the beautiful thing with life. I mean, had I known that I would have frozen fear and I probably wouldn't have gone. I would have been too scared. So it's just a matter of just, you know, connecting to that feeling, taking that leap of faith and trusting that life is supporting you and that you deserve, you know, whatever you want in life and life life's meant to be beautiful. Like let us be an example. Like life is beautiful, period. It's simple. Amen. And it is simple. And I want to go ahead and reiterate what you said. You 
deserve it. You deserve a beautiful life. You deserve to be living in abundance. You deserve to be living in love and joy. You deserve to be able to design the life that you want to live. You make these decisions, my friends that are listening, fail forward. The podcast is called failing forward because Samantha and I weren't here by chance. We were, we became, we're here by choice. We chose to be here and we had to fail a lot to get to where we are today. So find out the areas of your life where you can make some changes today. Reach out to Samantha, reach out to myself, grab out that, grab that gratitude worksheet. And let's make the choice today to fail forward in our mindset, to fail forward in our lives and to live the most beautiful lives possible because we have the choice and we have the opportunity to do so. Samantha Roberto, thank you so much for being here on the Failing Forward podcast with us. We love you. We appreciate you. And we cannot wait to connect with you. Have a great day, everyone. Thank you. Thank you so much.